Hello, and welcome to another American Road Trip Talk, where you meet the people behind the colorful content of our American Road magazine. I'm Foster Brown, your host. The stretch of desert highway between Austin and Fallon, Nevada, was home to one of the rarest trees in Americana, the shoe tree. Actually, there are a number of these huge trees around the country, draped with Doc Martens, tennies, work boots, and all matters of used shoes. Rather than being treated as smelly eyesores, they've become beloved roadside shoe shrines. Around New Year's 2011, however, tragedy struck the shoe tree on the loneliest stretch of highway in America, US 50, near Middlegate, Nevada. With us today to tell the tragic tale is Dee Helming of the Austin, Nevada Chamber of Commerce. Before we hear that story, I want to thank the Heritage Tractor Adventure for sponsoring this American Road Trip Talk. Join over 300 vintage tractors led by Max Armstrong as they travel the scenic byways of the I&M Canal Heritage Corridor from June the 11th through the 15th. Visit HeritageTractorAdventure.com. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. The shoe tree, which is located on the loneliest and oldest road in America, US 50, out in Nevada, in the desert, uh, was a unique tree because the fruit on it, if you will, were pairs of shoes, huge pairs of shoes, huge numbers of shoes that were on there. Sadly, around Christmas time, a little bit after this past year in 2010, the tree was cut down. With me online right now is Dee Hemming, who is with the Chamber of Commerce in Austin, Nevada. And Dee, I understand that you know something of the history of the shoe tree. There's several different stories about the shoe tree and how it got started. Um, one of the stories is that uh, some local boys were on their way to Fallon to visit their dad, and one brother's shoes stank so bad they stopped there and they threw his shoes in the tree <laughs> to get rid of them. Another story that's the popular one over at Middlegate is that um, a couple got married and they got in a fight right after the marriage, and he threw her shoes up in the tree and told her to walk. Oh, my goodness. I, I hope that had a happier ending. I hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs> when did when did this all begin, the process of, of shoes being tossed up in there? It's been about 18, 20 years. About 20 years ago that it started. And does anybody did anybody ever get a, a count on the number of shoes or pairs of shoes that were up there? No, you know, there were new shoes being put up daily. Um, every time you drove by there, there were people trying to throw their shoes up in the tree. And down in the ditch down below, it was full of shoes, ones that, you know, the shoelaces had rotted or people missed sure. or or whatever. And uh, there was thousands of pairs of shoes, and that is not an exaggeration. Now, I understand that to some extent it, it, it was a, a tourist attraction in the area. The oh, yeah, people would drive out there from Fallon and or from Austin, you know, on their way through, they would specially bring shoes with them to hang on the shoe tree on their way through on Highway 50. Boy, it makes it then very sad that somebody would would cut this down. Is there any idea of who did it or why? No, um, nobody has a clue. It was just everybody was so stunned that it happened, you know, and whoever did it, if they ever find out who did it, they are 
in big trouble. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling they may be in for some Western-style justice. They may be hanging from the tree next to it. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, we, well, I hope that doesn't happen, but uh, at, at very least, have them walk home barefoot in the desert might be a punishment yeah. for them. But uh, well, when was it discovered that the tree, who, who discovered the tree had been cut down? Some people went out there um, to hang shoes on the tree. It was like uh, New Year's Day or the day after New Year's or something like that. And uh, they went out there to hang shoes on the tree, and it was gone. Oh, that is so sad. I, now, uh, what has, is the tree stayed in place there? In other words, it, has it had to be cleared off the road, or is it still lying? Well, when they cut it, they cut it so it fell down into the ditch. There's a big wash there. And uh, the tree, when they cut it, it went down into the ditch. It didn't go on the road at all. Okay. And it's still laying there. They're just trying to decide what they should do. Now, who, who's the they that is going to do something about this? Well, the Commission on Nevada Commission on Tourism has talked about different things that might be done. Um, the Pony Express Territory, which is the area, Highway 50 is Pony Express Territory. Ah. And the uh, people on the Pony Express Territory have discussed what should be done about it. And the people at Middlegate, who is the closest little place to the shoe tree, they're doing a memorial for mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. like I, a little funeral service. Oh, my goodness. I, and I understand uh, Middlegate is a, a bar and cafe, essentially. That's it. That's Middlegate. Yes. And the tree was a big part of, I would guess, brought, what brought people by there. Yeah, people were always coming out. You know, they'd stop and have a couple beers or have lunch or whatever at the Middlegate station and throw their shoes in the tree and go on down their way. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, tell me a little bit about this part of Nevada. For people who are listening to us from all across the United States, what is this area like, this this U.S. 50? Uh, Highway 50 is uh, part of the original Lincoln Highway. And it is a very historic highway. We have, uh, we're very, we're long on distance and short on population. <laughs> we're, we're very rural. Um, there's like a hundred miles between towns. And, but it's beautiful. The mountains just shoot way up. The deserts, I mean, the, the valleys are long and, and beautiful. The sunsets are amazing. And, uh, you just can't beat Central Nevada. Now, where is the city of Austin? I know you're part of the Chamber of Commerce there. Where is that in relationship to uh, U.S.? Austin is um, like 12 miles from the geographical center of the state. We are smack dab in the middle of the state. You look on the map, and there we are. All right. And and in relation to U.S. 50, where would you be? We are on Highway 50. Highway 50 goes right through Austin. I got you. Okay. So th- this is uh, your... This is central to what brings people to the area there, and I guess right. uh, you know finding a viable solution to this is going to be very important for tourism in that area. Period. Well, you know the whole length of Highway 50, there is so much to see and do. From the time you start out when you hit Fallon and you do the birding and the Stillwater Refuge and stuff, um, all the way down through there's um it was all part of the original Pony Express Trail. And you come through, and there's little Pony Express stations that you can stop and look at. And then there's Austin, you know, and Austin Mm -hmm. is a really unique mining community. 72 miles is Eureka. They have a beautiful opera house. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, Berlin and Ichthyosaur. I mean, there are so many things to see along Highway 50. 
and the shoe tree just added to that ambiance of, of what there is to see. Yeah. Well, I, you talked about the the folks from Middlegate uh, doing a memorial for the tree and that there are a lot of people. Could, what are some of the options of what they might do for the shoe tree? I'm not really sure. You know, if you go on Facebook and they have a page called uh, Middlegate Shoe Tree Rest in Peace. Oh, do they? Middlegate Shoe, shoe tree. tree Rest in Peace, and it's on Facebook. Oh, my goodness. And there's all kinds of comments and pictures and ideas and, and things posted about the shoe tree. Excellent. We'll make sure that people know about that as well and add their uh, their comments to it. And hopefully there will be a, a fitting memorial. Maybe another tree could be uh, another tree in the area picked to be. I, you know, that it was a great big old cottonwood, and it was um, at least 100 years old. It was oh. a huge tree. You know, and just from the perspective of destroying a big, beautiful tree oh. like that, much less the fact that they cut down an icon. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's just sad that somebody would would do something like that. It's, it's kind of hard to think. But I was wondering, are there other cottonwoods in that area that? There's one next to it, but it sits further back in the ditch, and it's a lot harder to get to. I saw that last time we went through to Fallon, there were a few trees up in there, but or I mean, a few shoes up in that tree, but oh. it's just it's. That's back further, and it's not right on the edge of the bank right. where it was so easy to get up there to it. So I don't know what will happen. They're talking about trying to replant another tree there or, you know, I don't know. There are so many ideas. Well, I hope that one of them succeeds because this sounds like it was a very special place. And as you've described it, uh, Dee Hemming, this whole area sounds like a fascinating place for people to, to do their traveling. And that's what American Road Magazine is about, is uh, letting people know about these kind of places and getting them out there and enjoying of uh, the the be- the rare beauty that's to be found on these two lane highways across the United States. Tell you what, you know, Highway 50 is the way to go. <laughs> well said, D. Hemming from the uh, your Chamber of Commerce in Austin, Nevada. Thank you very much for being with us here on the American Road, and you bet. Uh, we'll follow uh, either on Facebook or we'll uh, follow it on uh, Rollin Southwell's Lincoln Highway dot com site. We'll see what happens in the near future. Thank you so much for being with us, D. You betcha. You have a great evening. This American Road Trip Talk has been brought to you by the Heritage Tractor Adventure. Join over 300 vintage tractors led by Max Armstrong as they travel the scenic byways of the I&M Canal Heritage Corridor from June the 11th through the 15th. Visit heritagetractoradventure.com. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me here again soon as we travel more of the American road and get to know the fascinating people we meet along the way. Don't forget to visit our website at AmericanRoadMagazine.com for our most recent issue, blogs, pictures, travel tips, special deals, and so much more. Or find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for the latest American Road news. For the American Road Magazine, I'm Foster Brown, reminding you that the joy is in the journey. <laughs>